we are recording live action live. cameras vogue sweet dude What's hey up? how's it going hey, it's going good man it's going good how are you i'm doing fantastic who are you who am i, who oh, am I speaking shit. to, who oh, you to? Oh, What's up, y'all? Well, it's a back here talking again about young justice with my partner in crime yeah it's mr sam sam i'm sammy sam sam on the tam to tam tam look at me i'm so cool i'm talking about a cool intro that's what i'm trying to do yeah, but it happens it happens it's it a happens. cliche just let it run let that bitch run i fall into oh, so many cliches in my life but they're there for a reason. The history, they last. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. These are around. These so. are around. That could be a good cliche. Thank you yeah. for that thing. Please. <laughs> so we are here to talk about the show Young Justice. Fuck yeah. One of the most amazing things that's ever touched the face of the Fuck universe. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's very, very true. Um, and we are proudly sponsored, honored to be on the podcast, the iTunes podcast of Cena Nerd. What up? Our you homies. are dope. Yeah, they're pretty fucking They're pretty dope. cool. They're just like cool people. Yeah, you they're know? pretty cool. Yeah. And they talk about a lot of interesting shit. Everything from wrestling, WWE wrestling. Uh, I know. To non-comic-y shit and there's just no the bravery the no like this is the shit we want to talk about and we're going to talk about it full blast it's so inspiring that's why i was on why we're doing this right now um and to the people out there who listened to our other episodes that was on scene and nerd you fucking losers what are you doing with your life (laughs) what are you doing with your life why are you listening to us I don't know anything to, what's going on with my life. I don't know what to do, and, and you're over here don't listening. Kill myself, but I mean, I appreciate it. I I guess. Guess I guess. No, seriously, that's really great. Thank you. It's guys. really fantastic. Thank you so much. Um. So yeah. Apparently, there's a war going on. <laughs> there's a war going on. <laughs> two wars. I got too close to the microphone on that one. Yeah, they're. I'm. I apologize. See to your ears, because it keeps happening to me. I can't say the words that have P's in them. <laughs> What is that called? When you pronunciate? Pronunciate? That was loud. Patrick <laughs> went to the <laughs> pituitary house. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. That's the one. There it goes. There it is. <laughs> what up? So, yeah, we're here talking about Young Justice. We're on episode four. Episode four. Yeah, Santa Prisca. Oh, yeah, Santa Prisca. This episode is good as shit. So, fuck, this episode was really good. Santa Prisca. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team's sent out on a reconnaissance mission on their own. they got to kind of figure out what their status quo is. Um, and that's really kind of the major theme of the whole episode. They examine that. What's the quo for everything? Where power level's at? Where communication's at? Who's in which roles? And why are they in each role? Yeah. And they fucking hit that bitch right on the head. Mm-hmm. From jump, they come out hardcore. They show you exactly what you need to look like. Batman's standing with, I don't know who's like, Zantana? No. I don't know. I don't. Another remember. character. I can't remember. Yeah. We watched it like ninety times. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot in the episode though. Yeah, I, right. I forgot Batman was in the episode. Right, and they show you. It's just like you know when you're writing a good paper and you're like, here's my introduction, here's my fucking body, and then here's my conclusion. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. a fucking good paper. Mm-hmm. That's how they just set it up in such a subtle way too that like like you said, you didn't even realize it was in there. It's just that's what it is and that's the only reference points you have for the episode so yeah. before you even know it you're like okay mm-hmm. this is where we're at and this is where it's going yeah and this one just kicks off the whole covert ops um idea of the show the two things it kicks off the awesome like misdirection that a lot of the episodes have um with like 
uh, the kids are caught in a trap, but wait a second, we're bomb-ass kids, and so we're going to set our own <laughs> trap inside of it. That's something that happens a right. lot. And then also just the coolness of covert op type things when they switch their costumes. Right. And they're, it's nighttime, and yeah. they're like sleek, sneaky, and stealthy. And stealthy. Stealth. Yeah. Booker, can't see me. So I super yeah. like that part of It's super cool because you set up a scenario where superheroes could factually exist, um, and it's appropriate. You know what I mean? Like... What would be the most ideal scenario if you had like actual CIA agents yes. and SEAL teams? Right. You know? And they're not going out there right. just murdering brown people for no damn reason. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right. that, that idea is a good idea and it's cool. And we reserve or revere people in our lives for a reason. But I know. We get to see them now with a perfect fucking track record. They're not morally on one side or they're not being fucking uh, funded yeah. by another side. Now you have like the conflict yeah. of, well, I'm giving you money, do this, or I'm giving you money, right. whatever, da, 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 da. The show's very Game of Thrones without being on the nose Game of Thrones. As in, Game of Thrones is like, the purpose of our show is to look at the, in, it's named Game of Thrones, <laughs> it's talk about the in and working dealings of trying to like, being on top, and there's no like, one main character, or one person that's like, amoral and terrible. There's no like, true villain in the show right. everybody you're just like you wrote, you root for who you root for root for to be on top of the throne it's all the game yeah. all's fair yeah they do that without saying that's what this show is about you can understand sportsmaster who gets introduced in the show and he's just a mercenary in this world yeah in this world he has a certain power level right he sits just above some people and below some people and you can understand his intent and what he's rooting for there's no like I, there's even there with bad guys in this show having good moral storylines, and he even comes back and has some. It gives you that same Game of Thrones thing of like, I'm just rooting for like who's really good at this, yeah. at this being in this world yeah. and doing it well. And you get objective perspectives on each character too. So like whether you even like Sportsmaster or Bane, who's also introduced in this episode, however you feel about them, they they move and they do certain things and you get to see them actually interact with people in a way that they can win or come out on top or lose, come out on bottom or play the card of like that Game of Thrones where I'm sneaking yeah. around playing both sides. And yeah. that just happens and they can like get to that threshold whether you want, oh, I want this character to succeed. Yeah. He's going to succeed. The story demands it and they follow that shit to a motherfucking intense level. They never like sacrifice their story or sacrifice their characters, I mean, for the story. They let the story mm-hmm. play forward, and that's like the number one. That's the trump card. What's right. gonna What's gonna happen to keep going? What's happening in this story? What's mm-hmm. our What's our drive? More than like we want this character to be the cool character, or we want these characters to be that character, whatever it is. Right. It's cool, but it's funny when you think about a Game of Thrones. Immediately, in my mind was like, all right, Game of Thrones titties. Boobs. <laughs> Who's boobs? You look at. I don't want to see boobs in this show. If, you, if there was one, because all the in this show, in this show, no the characters. No. Sixteen. What's no. you don't know the rules? Statutory rape. It's that's that's all. If you're gonna make a pair of titties to see the show, uh, if I'm forced to. Know, oh, I'm forcing your hand. Mm. It's gotta be Black Canary. Yeah. Yeah. I actually I don't want to because I like I'm kind of like in love with her in this show and I don't want to taint it. You don't want to pull that away. Maybe yeah. the underwater. Um, Queen, oh, uh, the uh, mirror, like the yeah, the yeah. aqua. I don't like her enough. I could yeah, like degrade her by just, just like her flashing her flashing her boobs. Rip off her fucking shirt. Give me your yeah. Mine would be, be a that bad Kesher, guy. the cat. Ah, okay. That's borderline. That's like the 
yeah. young college right. you're weird Color. for liking it but it's technically but okay it's frowned and upon and i am frowning like upon it right now regular human being like yeah your tits are nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's like it's like one of those things that you accept that people do that in society, but you kind of hate them a little bit on the inside. I, yeah, I can understand that. Like really resentful that you're not allowed to say it out loud. You're like, I just if I could look at this titty 24-7, it would be great, but all of you people would shun me and leopard me. <laughs> yeah, I, we would. We would, and we're okay with that part of it, too. <laughs> uh, fuck you, no, we're getting back to this episode, man. Um, the other thing, uh, Cobra. Cobra. Cobra's... The deal, and the show does it a lot in terms of, like, bringing in these, like, obscure comic book um, things. Cobra's in the comic books. Yeah. Been there for a while. They're just that cult recruiting type thing. It's it's in the newest DC comic book that they talk about Cobra. And it's normally just, like, a just an avenue for your internal story of the character. Like, there's never, like... A true Cobra's clan who can be badass and make it to this level to where they're competing mm-hmm. with the Justice League. It's normally like, we're going to bring them in out of nowhere because we need a new story and we don't want to use the same characters. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to come in. But really, we're going to examine Batman or we're going to examine da da da. Right. We just need a villain. There needs to be a villain. And they, I mean, in the same circumstances, they do examine the, the personal characters traits of all of our heroes but cobra gets to be fucking badass like in the beginning yeah. of the episode we see bane and i know it's a new universe but if you ever known any comics you know bane is a level he's broken the batman right mm-hmm. that's his status quo and cobra comes in and beats the shit out of him yeah beats the shit out of him hands down like gives him all of his gear best case scenario and without even a thought like no way was he even in the match did you yeah. beat the fuck out of him first yeah. round knockout yeah okay so <clears throat> yeah I need to collect my thoughts because I thought something super amazing (laughs) from what you said. What this show does well is create a world where the good guys win, but it's a losing battle. They win the battle, but it's been a losing war so far, and which really justifies the need for a Justice League. So Lex Luthor, Vandal Savage... Raza Ghoul Cobra, they're like, oh, wait, shoot, we lost this little battle to the kids. It doesn't matter. We actually are running the world. We're doing a good, like, we have won already. We're living in the world where we get whatever we want, and we're just trying for a little bit more, and you guys are kind of getting in our way yeah. at different times. Even the Justice League. It's like they're playing in a world that is already won and is being ruled by the bad guys, yeah. which is so cool. Instead of this idea of, like, these bad guys trying to rise up, and it's like, why are you even dressing up in that fucking costume, you idiot, and going around in this normal city? It's like, you're not fighting just day-to-day problems. You're fighting the, like, big corruption, which we feel in our own world. The conspiracies, the fact that five companies own all of the network television that's ever existed. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. behind the, the behind-the-scenes people, the hand, the man who kind of rules the world right now, he just always has his thumb, and that's who they're fighting. And that's, that's really so cool. I never thought about it like that, but it totally is. That's why Cobra's like, ah, I'm I'm Cobra. I'm way bigger than this situation. Yeah. This know? is an, this is another venture. Like I already have. I'm already at the seat of the table. Like we're mm-hmm. already in charge. And we're already in charge. New things with acceptable losses because we don't even know if this outcome is going to produce much. It's a gamble. They're taking like future investments to to further their yep. stronghold. Exactly. It's like. Star Wars, the original three. The Empire is in charge. Yeah. 
the Justice League is the rebels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that's so fucking cool. They're the rebels. Yeah. And so when you win, it's awesome, but you're still fighting this almost insurmountable idea of the world being against you. And thinking about it in that terms, it makes so much sense why a team like Young Justice would be so important because all of the Justice League have their own lives. Like they're fighting it on such a broad front. Like Bruce Wayne and Batman have all these different areas where each character, each identity is fighting this fight. Mm-hmm. But they, in and of themselves, are holding each one back. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne can only go so far because of Batman, and Batman can only go so far because of Bruce. Same with Clark, and same with Diana, mm-hmm. all of them. And so, if you're like, we can utilize a team where your life are very small in perspective. <laughs> you're teenagers, so the worst you got is you high got school shit and shit to like do that. You got shit school. to do, you dumb motherfuckers. What do you ever do? Look at your phone. <laughs> yeah. We can really use you. And if we can use you 24-7, and you can be the cream of the crop, you can be a major fucking punch to yeah. get us to this level of now stopping or being out of an equal state with the empire. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool. And I never thought about that. That's really yeah. interesting. If you think about it that way, it just sheds the right light of why you're even trying and why they have that idea of like, I'll do this forever and stuff. And you're like, what are you going to do if you like solve all the crime, Batman? That's always an answer. Like, what do you do when you actually beat everything? He's nowhere close. close. He doesn't have to worry about that problem. Lex Luthor runs the world. He's not even close to stopping from Lex Luthor from getting what he wants. So why does he even have to worry about it? Actually, he should be recruiting (laughs) young people because he's going to die way before the good guys win. Right. So it makes so much more sense. Fuck yeah, Yeah. dude. I'm not going to see the end of this war. I won't see the end of this war. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. That's badass. That's huge. That's really cool. That's fucking dope, man. And, um... Fuck, that's fucking dope. It just sheds all of it just puts the right perspective. The motivation behind being a superhero and the motivation for why they do the things they do and why the villains do the things make way more sense in that perspective. And Young Justice as a show seems to like it knows really that. know it that. Really knows it's that. not. It's yeah. not like living in any other world. Yeah. It really is paying in a way attention. I really to that. haven't seen before either. I mean, it's coming across in comics now in terms of like. Um, how they operate and the different kind of mm-hmm. missions that they go on and the different kind of like thought process of what a superhero mm-hmm. is. But before this, it was very like cause and effect. Parents died, I'm a hero, da 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 da. But to set your situation up like that, it's super cool. It's super cool. Yeah, and it gets cool. that whole like cavalier thing. Like, look, from like Vandal Savage and them, I'm already beating all of your like superiors. Like, the Justice League is already underneath my thumb, kind of. Mm-hmm. You guys, Young Justice, what the hell? Yeah. You guys are like baby babies. You were like termites to right. me, you know? And it's cool to see that through the eyes of the Young Justice, of the team, because you have these characters that, I mean, on one hand, mm. they're sheltered. They're children. They think the Justice League right. is, is in that position. Is in the position. And so they're able to have these conflicts, like inner, inner relationship conflicts of like, who's the leader and I like you and all these things, because they right. think they're safe and they think they're... Sound. So you can fill an episode, like this episode has that, you can mm. fill an episode with those questions and those kind of examinations yeah. of the characters and not be just wasting time. No. You know what I'm yep. saying? When you're in there and you have a, and you already have the setup how it was or whatever, and you don't have a setup like Young Justice is already set up like we just talked about, then your characters are just filling the 22-minute slot of mm-hmm. what are we doing. But yeah. now you That's have so layered. Dang. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. They're working in this team and they're working in this process of like trying to figure out where they're at, but they're so far behind the bar that you have to put them out on these missions. You know what I mean? Like if Batman didn't need to, if they were at the top step, mm-hmm. and they were just like, well, right. we're going to give you Why am I recruiting yeah, children? Why am I recruiting children? They wouldn't even be there. 
but that wouldn't be enough to tell the show. So putting that together where yeah. you have that conflict where the Batman knows this and he puts these people out there, but they are children and they're sheltered. Like they really are sheltered. I love that aspect. So the... <sighs> it's so juicy. It's so good. It's okay. So, good. so, right? The villains are in charge. It's empire type situation. Then you got these rebels, you know, who are fighting this losing battle, but right. they're striving and being hard and it's super noble. And of course, they like have kids in right. their world because they've been doing it so long. They're recruiting the next generation to fight this overall the man battle. Right. The kids don't know, like you're saying. So, from the perspective of the young heroes, we get the idea that the young that the Justice League is end all be all. And they go through the contemplation. So you get not only do you get my dad's Mufasa, how do I deal with like stepping into the shoes of being such a great big person, right. Lion King type Lion deal. King for sure. But on the next level, you also get um, this is a losing battle, and we inherently are kind of failures, the Justice League, even though we've worked so hard. We're noble, but we're losing. Right. And um, <laughs> then uh, without even knowing it, Young Justice, all of these guys are filling in the cracks, you know, are going to be better than the Justice League yeah. because they get to see them. They get to stand on their shoulders. Yep. So without even knowing it, they're fi- the way they work as a team and everything, the yeah. show depicts how they're filling in the cracks right. where... The Justice League seems to have, right. you know, they have a winner's mentality. Feel. They, have they a win- get to look up. They get to look. Like, we're like, oh, this whole time. we're gonna be the shit. So they're yeah. like prodigy. They're gonna yeah. like surpass the Justice League yeah. ten times because they're young and they're already doing it. They well, have this so weird, too, amazing connection. The Justice League, and especially with this episode, because that's kind of the whole concept of like, where are we at? What's our status mm-hmm. quo is? Um, when they come through and they look at that and they're like, where are we at? Who do we fit? Who's in charge? Who's the leader? La la la. And they go through those things. The Justice League knows and they're aware of like this has to come up, and they're yeah. like, we're gonna come up and be able to get on top of them. Um, and the kids have a safe place to do that right now. And then later on in the series, later on in the years, wherever it grows, they're going to catch on to that idea of like, oh shit, this is where the power balance really is. Yeah. This is where we're at. And there's no more silliness. There's no more joking yeah, around right. at a much serious, a much quicker pace. You know what I mean? Because you got to think of the Justice League's here and they've been together for how long. Batman had to go through all of his years I know. as Batman in his early 20s mm-hmm. alone in his own personal yeah. drama. Then get together with the Justice League, do their other thing in That's their own so- personal drama. Right. They're going to get to that point at 18 and be like, I got years and years of my prime to really go out there and make it better. Make it better, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sick as fuck. That's sick as sick fuck. Sick as fuck. Dope. Dope. Keep what? fighting the man, young <laughs> justice. I'll do it in real life if you do it in the Bye. show. <laughs> right, but that's kind of cool too, though. That's a really kind of cool idea. Yeah. I'll do it in real life. Like, we're, we, we are in a losing battle right now. Right? And it's noble to fight like the Justice League does, even though you know that at the end of the day, you're so far outside of the pie. Like, so much of the pie is already getting eaten up. You're trying to fight for your one sliver, and they're not even... You're sometimes losing that one <laughs> sliver. Right. And when you win, it's like, oh, great. But you still got 99%, bitch. 99%. <laughs> I feel that, though. That's really cool. Woes of the um, 1%. Another fucking amazing thing about this show as a whole, this episode specifically, mm-hmm. is the animation and how badass they put things together. Yeah. Fuck, it's amazing, right. dude. You get to see some of the most remarkable action. And it's cool when you don't think of it as a uh, cartoon action. Like mm. You see these characters move and their boundaries are such a way where you're like, I know that's extreme. Like, I know <sighs> I'm doing a jump kick, but it's not so extreme that I'm like, I'm, it's... It doesn't fit, right? There's yeah. physics there, and so they. Look it has its really own set of physics. Badass, and they get that kind of idea where you're like, I want like 
I'm, I'm a fucking grown up. I'm watching a kids show. I mean, I'm watching a cartoon show. Right. But the same way where you're motivated to be a better person or be like, I want to fight that noble battle. You yeah. look at that, like, I want to fucking move like that. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. It's right outside your realm of reality where you're like, I mm-hmm. couldn't do that. I could make that happen. Peak you physical attribute. It, it's inspiring. So I'm watching a kids show and it's inspiring me to be more active in physical because it looks so amazing. So bad. Oh. And to see all the roles too of like how their amazing abilities fit together and what makes them so amazing. Yeah. Like you have Kid Flash in this episode who's fucking remarkable. He takes up, I mean, you can mm-hmm. count, it's probably nearly 30 people. You're right. I didn't even pay attention to Kid Flash though because I was stuck on Cal, uh, Cal Anderson. Cal L. Cal, no, not Cal L. Calderon. Calderon. Cal Alderon. <laughs> Calder, last name Ron. Calderon, Calderon. But he's so cool. Yeah, he's so strong. Yeah. He's so he's he's a power. Yeah. He's a power top. He's yeah. a power bottom. He's a power you know, bottom. he's a power he's bottom. He's he generates he's all the beaver. Sure. You yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> What's so cool too is what we were just talking about in terms of like where the Justice League are at and what they think and how quickly the other kids can get there, like the young heroes can get there. In this episode, they have that kind of power balance of like who's going to be the leader of the team. And before, and this is, we first had this conversation right now, yeah. when we had this and that idea just came up, I didn't even think of it until right now, but he has that. He's carrying it like, we, I know we're losing. I know where yeah. his battle's at. Mm-hmm. I know what we need to do yeah. to and get here. he sees the failures of his adult predecessors. Yeah. Is that the right word? Right, yeah. Something like that. It's like when you see like a, a kid who like, who's in a home of like, uh, with divorce, mm-hmm. right? When you're like, oh, fuck. You had to grow up early. I'm not. Yeah, I had to grow up early. They're not infallible. Like, this is is serious shit. Um, But he carries it. He doesn't carry it in the weight that's like, hey, get it together. Or resentful. He carries it. He just has that in his character. It's so fun to watch. I get why you would not. Yeah. (laughs) That's really cool. I like Calderon even more. (laughs) Me too. Aquaboy. I like the fucking entire... I've always loved Atlantis as an idea. Never really Mm. loved it in practical settings. Oh my gosh. Does he carry fucking Atlantis on his shoulders? Dude, dude, new ideas. Let me tell you about a new idea. Go ahead. Okay, so this isn't very fair because I have not read the Aquaman comics. So maybe Mm -hmm. they do do this. Do do. But... I don't know. I think mm-hmm. that there's so much to explore in Atlantis mm-hmm. and everything, and like I have a greatest idea for an for a Aquaman comic mm-hmm. or movie where it's like he never, you never even go on land. No. The world is ninety percent water. Right. Some statistic, some percent water. Right. A high Whatever, over, 50, yeah, over, over fifty. Over fifty. And. There's so much we don't know about it, and whatever we do know is that it's the majority. So if I was an underground people, and we came from water, right? So it's like the idea of like a whale type, a mammal that went back into the water. Right. So think about we all came from water, mammals, Neanderthals came, and then a section of them, just like other mammals, went back into the water. Mm-hmm. That's why you have like seals. So they go back in there. So they get they evolved another time. So they feel like they're more evolved. Right. They been around longer. They've been around longer. They understand more of the world because they know what land is because of what it takes a year for them to figure out what the fucking land is because it's so small and then they know so much more about the ground you know so like to them we're the obscure atlantis weird land people you know and that they're living in the real earth right and maybe a lot of like alien situations i was just going there they deal with water they deal with you know atlantis and other under 
water cities and yeah. countries before even going to the weird earth people. Right. <laughs> you these know? are the ones they come in contact and then they're just associated with these other people. So instead of one little city, it's like the entire underground world is an act where there's more Atlanteans Multiple, than there like, is. Multiple continents. There's like things. Europe over yeah. there. There's like an America There's like weird there. abysses. Own, like... Mm-hmm. So, like, Atlantis has their monarchy, but there yeah. might be another one with, like, a Does democracy and mm-hmm. right? all that. That'd be sick as fuck. That'd be, you could do so much. And then imagine, like, I would love to do that, and you could split up heroes, too, right? So mm-hmm. you don't have to have all the heroes be Earth-bound. You can mm-hmm. have some areas where there's on underwater uh, caves, right? Mm-hmm. Giant underwater caves where the majority of it's land, and they have pools and, and oceans kind of like we do here. Mm-hmm. But they live underwater completely, oh. and so you could have like the Flash, for example, be like mm. an Atlantean hero, um, and then have him come to Earth rather vice versa. You know, right, right, and so right. the league is made up more of a diverse of a diverse crowd. Yeah. I, yep, that'd be so cool. Fun. Let's so let's cool. change the DC universe. Let's change the idea of the world. Let's get out of our own ego yeah. and create the idea that. There's more to this idea yeah. in the world. That would be amazing if the whole DC universe just went that way and everything. Oh, Metahumans, God. they derive from Lex Luthor taking Atlantean children and like sucking their blood out. And that's where you get metahumans right. because Atlanteans work and they can have that whole like hippie Seattle. We're connected to nature. Right. That's why we can open up our chi and yeah. have the sorcery power. And that brings in other characters like, for example, um, uh, Swamp Thing. Who that's his thing. Right. is connected to the green, the earth. Like that's mm-hmm. what derives his power. So you can have a whole metaphysical force there mm-hmm. that they play with and yeah, you balance. Oh, I think we cool too. Because if you do Superman too, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, if Krypton was the very first planet in the very first galaxy, mm-hmm. and it lived all the way through the expansion to which the planet imploded, yeah. like the future. Right now, one time we're gonna implode all the resources, whatever it is. <laughs> um, Start, better start building my rocket ship yeah, yeah, yeah. from a baby. <laughs> a It'll be a ship. Superman on another planet. But what they do is what would be really cool with Superman, instead of like having the rocket ship and we're going to send you to Earth, and it's like, okay, there it goes, and there's all the different things that come with it. <gasps> Jor-El, is, he's figured out time travel. And he's okay. gonna, and that's why people are like you can't like no, you can't do that. We don't have we don't have an escape here. But he's like, I'm gonna, I'm, I have this science like time travel. I think I figured it out. And mm-hmm. he sends Superman into time to the very last planet, Earth. Billions of years in time, Later. and so that's why the sun and everything there gives them such an ability because that would be he's really from cool. the same planet. They had original sun like we did, which they mm-hmm. have in Superman, I'm sure. I mean, in the yeah. history is there, but like have it play out to where now he's time traveled through space and time, and mm-hmm. he gets to this place to where he's fucking. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Also, so instead of his rocket ship oddly landing on land when this giant thing is water, it lands into the water. And Atlanteans deal with the idea of this baby and ship first. And they're like, this is weird. This is crazy. We're going to do what other societies have do and just throw this thing away. We're going to drop it off into one of those obscure land people places. To the nuns. We're going to leave a baby. And hopefully it it just like lives or dies. I don't really care. I'm putting it away without with keeping some humidity that didn't kill it. We'll keep the ship. We'll keep the ship. We'll, we'll keep, keep that. We'll, we'll keep the ship. That. We'll and then it'd be a much better idea to do like, see two cool Atlanteans kind of walk up and they're like all weird on the earth and they just like drop off the baby there yeah. instead of like having to deal with the whole thing of like, how did Pa and Ma, what'd they do with that ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it in their barn? Oh, that'd be cool as fuck. But yeah, that'd be the shit, dude. That'd be super, that'd be really cool. And I think um, right now, obviously, with Young Justice oh. and other more is the moment of like, just like everything else right now, we're on a mm-hmm. cusp. We're, in, we're on the verge of a brand new the era. The the navel. The navel, the nipple of a brand <laughs> The nipple. 
It's like, ooh, I was having fun on the side boob. I gotta go over the nipple before I can get now in the middle I made boob. It. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, but that'd be the shit. Yeah, yeah. We'd totally be down. That would with be it. so awesome. Um, All right, I'm gonna start. Gonna start writing it. <clears throat> but in the meantime, I'll just keep watching Young Justice to stay inspired. Cause that show's so fucking amazing. Yeah. So amazing. There's so many things we could talk about in mm-hmm. terms of dialogue and characters and voice acting performances. Alone. Holy performances shit. Performances alone. Performances are nuts, especially if you go and you look at the makes characters. Makes me like weep. Not weep. Makes me like tear up. It's it's mind blowing. There's some characters who I've seen act before in other places that like oh voice actors like for example the kid of Robin. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. It's like. It was like Josh and Drake or something like that, right? Some mm. silly kid show. And, and this kid was like, not a bad actor, obviously, but like right. nowhere near the level of Oscar winning performances. Yeah. But he, what, how he plays Robin is just mind bogglingly brilliant. Mm. It's so fucking mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. He controls his demeanor and his character and his voice and yeah. the way he delivers his lines and the way he interprets emotion and then emotes himself. Fuck, it's so good. It's so good. He's unfazable. He's unscratchable. Yeah. He goes through and you look at these scenarios of being like, I get fucking hurt over little things. People are like, hey, you're doing that job wrong. I'm like, oh, I gotta hurt my feelings. <laughs> He's doing massive things. I know, he, he can convey just, it just with like good tone. It's pretty awesome. It's fucking nuts. And he can yeah. just take it off and just move through. And you never feel like he's... You feel like he is... I'm fucking Batman. Like, you feel like he really yeah. is his character. Right, like, he's right, got right. a path and he's going to grow and everything he's taken to his brain is so complex. You're like, man. And it all comes from this one dude just talking. Mm-hmm. Nuts are so good. Yeah, they're amazing. The two, um, Wally West and, I told you this before, Wally West and Artemis did a webcast interview talking about how much they love Young Justice, how much they would so be on it for a million years if they could have it, that they're happy fans are trying to bring it back. And that's that they, they get super cool, that's and then they want to do more of it. It was weird to see their actual faces, <laughs> and then the voices. It was really cool. It's cool. Artemis does like a whole bunch of different stuff. Oh no shit. Yeah, she's she's a busy woman. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Driven. Yeah. Driven. Driven. To be a voice actor would be crazy. I don't know how to learn how to talk up and learn how to talk down. Weird. I wonder how they do it. Some people do it when they're like all in one room. Which would be cool as fuck. And which for my new idea, can, actually... Can, can we do an, an like an animated thing? Or like can we voice a comic act? or something? Like a, remember those old school like radio shows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reenacting old school mm-hmm. radio shows. So you have a comic and we perform it. Dun, 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 you have That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, let's just make our own motion comic. You can yeah. take all the pictures. Mm-hmm. Like there's digital comics. Right. So we can just like narrate and then... Put it up. Yeah, that'd be sick as fuck. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, All right. right, We're getting close. Uh, I I want to do the grind your gears. Okay. You got something that's going to grind your gears. gears. Because you always want to end on that nice sour note with all you fucking assholes out there. You want to end on that note, Mm -hmm. letting out everything that just made you so mad this week. All right, make it something. In the future, we should try to make it. I want to let all my anger out really organized. You know, mm-hmm. So, like, I'll like bring it week to week and be like, okay, this is what pissed me this off this week. Over here. This piece of shit. This eight year old bitch in the fucking Safeway mother. line oh my God. paid with quarters. Boarded. Oh! It feels so good to let that out. Yeah, it does. Okay, what's your grind? Um, Deguil's fucking homework. Fucking 
God damn homework. Homework? Do you homework. have homework? Let me explain. Let me explain what this idea of homework All is right, in normal life. When you have a set deadline and you're like, oh, we're finished at this time. And mm-hmm. somebody's like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to do this too. And you're like, that wasn't in the fucking schedule. You cocksucking son of a bitch. What the fuck do you mean we're going to do this too? No, I'm done right now. That's what I'm done. I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. not doing anything else after this point. I'm doing this task right. until there this should be a time. contract and then this time comes this task is over i'm yeah. not taking it home i'm not adding on i don't want to do extra credit Get yeah the fuck out of my face. if done. you can't teach me this in 60 minutes that's your props that's not my props if we didn't get to do that if we didn't get to that yeah that's a billion things to get done stuff always there's always <laughs> things to get done that's why it's here yeah stuff's gonna get done if we right. didn't get to it by this set time nope tomorrow done tomorrow we always have tomorrow things. i'm gonna come here tomorrow anyways okay. Cut your face off. I know. I want to wear your face, and I'll talk to myself in the mirror with your face on, saying, "Go home. You're good. I'm done." It comes to that same like overindulgent capitalism, capitalism type problem in this country of like, let me just work, work, work until I die. Work, 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 work. It's a bad song. It's telling people that they just need to work all the time. Rihanna. Stop. You stupid bitch. You, you stupid bitch. You know you're ruining people's lives. Fucking Instead ass. of going out on the weekend, guess what they did? Mm-hmm. Worked. Now worked. Turn up on worked, worked. 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, just the other day, I was at work and everything was grinding my gears. I was like the maddest person ever to live. And I think one of them right now is like unnecessary words. In like small talk, basically. Yeah. But I get the idea that you have to have small talk in terms of like maybe social lubricant or to means to an end of a problem that you have in that day with a coworker or a peer or someone. Like in the grocery store, if I need something, I might have to do some small talk to make that happen. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between I would like I'd sit in the break room and people would just be like, "Oh, there's this about this today, or this about this today," and it's like. Yes, I, can, we can talk about something. We can talk about something real, or we could. Just, it, there's no problem. I'm I'm sharing good time with you by just being on my phone and you being on your phone, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Or like at the store, you know what I mean, or or something yeah. where it's like, this doesn't need to go past what what it is. Right. I asked you for quarters. You made a joke. I didn't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not. That's okay. Let don't reiterate. Don't no, come again. I got it. I I, got I understood it. your joke. I got your joke. I'm never gonna want to interact with you past this point no. ever. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fair. Call it a judgment. Sure. Call it whatever you want. I don't want to. Some people don't want to interact with me. I don't want to interact with some people. That just happens, bro. That's yeah. Just people just don't want to interact with me too. Yeah. I just feel like everyone gets so nervous. Yeah. Why are you so nervous about life? Fuck. Just like. Calm down. Yeah, I feel. I feel. You know what I mean? That's totally the reason to be nervous. I totally feel you. <laughs> it makes me mad. I feel. So I, my, my my goal now is to just be a dick. Think about. I'm about to. Say, I was gonna go. Like I'm just gonna like let every line die flat. Oh, you know, well, you I, went I, I this. Think about if you said real shit all the time. Yeah. That would be so weird if everyone did. You'd get the. You. It'd be so. Fucking Have you seen weird. that movie? Uh-uh. With Ricky Gervais, uh-uh. the man who can't lie, or he lives in a, the man who lied, and he lives in a world where no one can lie, and so he goes out with on a date with Jennifer Gardner. She is absolutely brutal oh, to him because it's like, and it's not supposed to be brutal. No one lies, no and one he's lies. the first man who can lie. And this is what's on your mind. And he makes up God and everything like that. It's <laughs> it's really smart. What's it called? Uh, the man who doesn't lie or something like that. Check that shit out. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, because he'd say something. I mean, some crazy shit comes to your mind. 
especially if you want to talk, like, all right, I'm sitting here not talking, which is yeah. chill. I don't need to talk. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk, all right, let's talk about yeah. something interesting. I guess, yeah, let me break it down. I understand why people have small talk. But in situations like I drop off my clothes at the donation place and she's looking through them, I can sit here. I can sit here in silence and just look at you or yeah. look out the window. Yeah. And she's like, how's your day? And then she stopped paying attention. Like, you looked right through me. You didn't really ask how my day was. Did, could I tell you? <laughs> my dog ate the trash and then pooped in the house. Yeah, I, I don't get up. to tell you I about like these things. I like to eat shit. Two girls, one cup. That's exactly. Shit. I it on all the time. What do you think all right, about that? all right. Let me put this back in my nice little... <laughs> Box? <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. I'm a bitch. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything I'm, about I'm, it. I'm just going to continue to live this life. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go. But this is a good area where you can vent. You know, you can get that off your chest. That's important. Yeah, it's important. It's important. <laughs> What's up? That's good, man. So, yeah. That's all we got for you today. <laughs> things we hate and things we love. Yeah. That's what this should be called. There. Um, in that motherfucking love category. Very, very high. Very so, much so, very much uh, we'll so. We're going to get out of here. You can find us on Twitter. Twitter at, uh, Ode, O-D-E-2-E-N-T, which is short for entertainment. <sighs> Ode Entertainment. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Same thing. Yeah. You can um, find us on YouTube. Same You can find thing. us through Scene and Nerd if you have Fuck, Scene yeah. and Nerd on Twitter. And you can get there through iTunes. And you can get it also through iTunes that yeah. you can find us on the there podcast well. thing, On the podcast thing. Which you app, should follow. If you have that phone, if you have an Apple phone. Which, yeah. come on. If you, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, you, the one who has the Android phone? Yeah. Stop doing that. Stop. Join, the, join the group. This isn't for uh, but yeah, man, we're out there, and yeah, major shout out again to Scene and Nerd. Yeah. Um, Hashtag shit. keep binging YJ. All Hashtag day, renew bro. Young Justice. Yeah. What's that again? Give me read that back one more time. Hashtag keep binging YJ. Keep binging YJ. Hashtag renew Young Justice. Bring that shit back, man. Don't bring it back. Hashtag keep binging YJ. Hashtag whatever the renew other Young Justice. Is. Does my vote matter? We're gonna do vote? a debate style episode where. We'll have a moderator, and they're going to ask us questions about Young Justice, and we have to talk like we're in debate world. That would be fun. That'd that be would fun. be fun. And then I also... Like I've never watched a, a debate. So. Oh, I'd be... I'd whoop you. Uh, maybe. I might, be that, so I might be that Donald Trump that shut up. He lost. I mean... He lost. No, good. you would lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also... Look out for us on Scene and Nerds. Um, go follow Scene and Nerd, go for one, if you're not oh, already yeah, doing it. Yeah, and then look out for us because we're going to join with them and we're going to do a podcast on the Netflix Marvel show, Luke Cage, that drops Friday, the 30th, tomorrow. Yeah, dude. And we're going to go through and we're going to do it. How are we going to do it? I think we're going to do two big sections. So we'll do one episode where we talk about episodes one through five. Okay. And then we'll do another episode where we talk about okay. the second half. Nice, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Together, me too. I'm excited. I know, it's going to be fun. Man. It's going to be Get fun. Get on there and talk about that show. So. All right, guys and gals and lady pals. Y'all have a good one. Signing off. Jesus. Mr. Sun. Good night. Good day.